स्पाइस रेडियो 1200 एम पर यह है द मॉर्निंग बस मैं हूं नताशा मेरे साथ है मनकिरण इट टेक्स अ विलेज टू रेज अ चाइल्ड एंड विद दैट मोटो किड्स प्ले फाउंडेशन इज डूइंग एग्जेम्पलरी वर्क टुवर्ड्स कीपिंग किड्स अवे फ्रॉम द लाइफस्टाइल ऑफ ड्रग्स एंड गैंग्स एंड इट्स ऑलवेज एन ऑनर एंड प्लेजर टू कनेक्ट विद कैल डोसांज फाउंडर एंड सीईओ ऑफ किड्स प्ले अ वेरी गुड मॉर्निंग टू यू कैल वेरी गुड मॉर्निंग टू यू एज़ वेल नताशा Kal, it's the month of giving back at Kids Play. Tell us a little bit more about it. Absolutely. Well, the giving back extends to the entire year, Natasha. However, in December, I think it's absolutely imperative that we connect with marginalized and vulnerable families that normally haven't experienced much throughout the year. Families that come from lower socioeconomic backgrounds that are struggling to make ends meet, and this time of the year can be tremendously difficult, especially if they have children. And we want to make sure that no child is left with any kind of opportunity. I'm feeling deprived of the celebration that normally goes on during the holidays. And so we have multiple items that we do uh throughout the holidays. As a matter of fact, uh I finished two separate presentations in high schools and elementary schools just this week alone and connecting with kids and telling them about all the different services that are available through Kids Play. Uh we just finished a large-scale toy drive here locally called the Victor Gira Toy Drive in memory of Victor Gira. This was organized by Harvey Kooner, a very well-known community activist within the community that does some great work, and he brought together multiple nonprofits together to uh, bring these toys together and collect them, so that we can give them back out into the community. Happy to say, we raised over two thousand toys, which we can now distribute to kids. Isn't it wonderful to see how Kids Play has grown? Because uh, as an officer in uniform, you started Kids Play with a certain vision in mind. How has Kids Play evolved over the years? Uh, we've gone around the world. We're international now, and so my main focus always, for always, for start with your own backyard. And so it was um, working in the downtown east side and seeing all the violence that is happening literally in our backyard. I think. The, publicly was oblivious to it and the community as a whole um as much as I hate to say it, it was willful blindness they want to turn the head the other way because they don't want to have anything to do with it just because we can take the ostrich with the head in the sand approach and pretend it doesn't exist doesn't mean it's going to go away and so working in the downtown east side i'd be seeing a steady stream of young kids that were entering the open air drug market these kids coming from uh once again marginalized vulnerable segments of society lower socioeconomic backgrounds uh lived in uh, single room apartment buildings welfare families never been afforded opportunities to engage in extracurricular educational or organized sports they'd come down there and they'd be using drugs and selling drugs and when i say kids 13 14 15 16 and so it bothered me because we'd be arresting these kids and pushing them through the criminal justice system with charges the society was quick to point a finger at these kids and say well you did the crime you do the time and now you need to be punished for the consequences well how many of those that are pointing the fingers actually took out the time to guide teach mentor these kids and give them the resources they need to succeed why well, if you're not going to do that you don't have the audacity to point a finger at these kids and expect better from them unless you're willing to step it up then don't get involved And so for me that was extremely important was that if I have the power and capacity to make a change and make that difference I'm going to just that simple. There was multiple incidents that happened in the downtown east side which turned out to be tipping points and the catalyst for me to change my perspective and go seek that funding and so I did. It's a combination of a series of events where I finally went to my inspector and I said, "Look, 
just give me some nominal funding so I can start running programs for our city kids. And so I got 500 bucks back in 2007. And with that 500, I purchased trophies, medals, food, certificates, um, equipment, and set up a one-day soccer tournament. It took me about a month and a half. 150 kids from the inner school catchment, uh, downtown east side inner school catchment area came. And uh, myself and some other officers, we went on our days off to run this. And mind you, I wanted to run all these events on my days off because I wanted to demonstrate to the department and to the community that we're doing this on our own time, that we want to be there, that this is our passion. And so that morning, uh, we put on surgical gloves, we cleaned up the fields of needles, set up all this equipment, kids came, and we started playing with them. And these same kids that had hardened, calloused attitudes and would have been swearing at us while riding on their bikes or sticking up their middle fingers, were now these same kids that were giving us high fives and hugs. And it just goes to show that they always had negative interaction with police, which led to their perceptions. And now uh, we were not only establishing a point and changing that perception, but we were also giving these kids a positive conduit to do something good. And so that program grew exponentially over the course of seven years. We went from Strathcona Park to BC Place Stadium, renting it all, and bringing out a 1,000 kids free of class, which we now do every single year. So that was the basis for Kids Play, because I wanted to create an organization which provided free programming throughout the entire year to any child, all the time. And secondly, we're completely volunteer-based. I'm proud to say from 2015 till now, over 100,000 youth have been through our programs free of cost. And I've seen some amazing work done with kids in the areas of sports, education, mentorship, environment, and even mental health and counseling as well with Kids Play. Yes, uh, that was very important to me because um, sports itself, okay, great. We're engaging kids in sports. We're keeping them busy and away from lifestyle, drugs, gangs, and crime. But that is only one dimension. And what kind of 360 all-encompassing comprehensive response can we provide to these youth to actually keep them away from the lifestyle of drugs, gangs, and crime? And so I realized that many of these kids, um, a small percentage, uh, that these kids were heading down uh, the path towards entering gangs. And they, these kids were getting deeply entrenched. Uh, they were already sitting on the fence, engaging in um, illicit activity. Uh, we realized, you know what, there needs to be more here because it's a possibility that these kids are coming through some kind of trauma where the families have experienced some kind of dysfunction or there's some level of trauma these children have experienced, and we want to know what that is. And unless we deal with that or cope with that, we're not going to see any kind of significant change in their behavior. And they can play all the sports they want throughout the day, but unless there's that fundamental change at home or recognizing some major issues around them, and there's not going to be that long-lasting, sustainable change. And so uh, I started a counseling program for Kids Play, where we now have six certified clinical counselors that provide free clinical counseling to families in need. And I made it a point of uh, connecting with the South Asian community, because unfortunately in the South Asian community, there isn't a strong belief in the counseling system. And I just wanted to demonstrate uh, to the South Asian community in particular, because so, but these counseling services are free to everybody equally, but in particular to the South Asian community that we have the language skills. So we have Punjabi-speaking and Hindi-speaking counselors, and we also have cultural sensitivity training so that they understand the different dynamics that are involved 
in the South Asian community. That's the counseling component. With respect to environment, I'm a big proponent of environment. Uh, I loved working with the dirt with my hands as a kid, and over the years, I have a lot of family that's in the farming community, and I always feel like giving back. I feel that if we take care of environment, the environment will take care of us. Besides considering um, climate change and the global warming crisis, I think it's imperative that kids uh, of the next generation have an appreciation of the condition, the, the importance of the role they play in the environment. So up to date, we have planted over 5,000 trees. Now, Cal, tomorrow we're celebrating the volunteers that make up Kids Play. You want to tell us how your volunteers are? Describe them to us. Are they just students or do they make up a gamut of people? A gamut of people. Uh, we have actual law enforcement officers that have decided to give back at a more fundamental level by coming and serving the community as mentors. We have university students that come out and they're looking for uh, different kinds of leadership experiences and also passion for working with children. Uh, we have younger kids as in high school, grade 10, 11, 12, that come out, volunteer their time, and they want to connect with the community. Like, it expands from one end of the spectrum to the other, and that's the wonderful thing about this, is anybody is capable of volunteering. A lot of parents with their kids, that, a lot of parents that bring out their kids to our programs, and then subsequently start volunteering because they see the value of the programs. And so when it comes to being a volunteer, once again, it spreads from one end of the spectrum to the other. And it's a vast a vast array of different kinds of people with different backgrounds. But the neat thing is we build leaders, period. So 25 of the kids that came or the volunteers that came through Kids Play are now law enforcement officers today. They're police officers, they're sheriffs, corrections in this very community. As a matter of fact, we have helped volunteers across Canada that are part of our Kids Play program. Calgary, multiple officers, uh, multiple volunteers have gone into Calgary Police Service and other police services around that area, which also includes Edmonton PD and the RCP. Toronto, many of our uh, volunteers there have gotten into Peel Regional, Toronto Police, and some of the other major police agencies out there. Point being is that we are continuing to make that solid difference in the community. And before I let you go, Cal, how can our listeners be part of the Kids Play Foundation and even giving back to the community with Kids Play? Uh, all the donation links, all the information pertaining to Kids Play in terms of how you can start volunteering, all of it is on kidsplayfoundation.com, www.kidsplayfoundation.com. www.kidsplayfoundation.com. Thank you so much, Cal, for your time, and may your tribe increase, may your tribe grow, and you have a wonderful day today. Thank you so much, Natasha. You as well. Thank you. We were in conversation with Cal DeSange, founder and CEO of Kids Play. They're doing some wonderful work in keeping kids away from the lifestyle of drugs and gangs. A reminder, if you have any other information, you can go to www.kidsplayfoundation.com. It's back to more music.